Welcome to the Career Medics Podcast. This is your host, Nisar Ahmad again. And this is episode 82 of the Career Medics Podcast. And today's episode, I want to continue the personal branding series. So in the past, I've interviewed for the personal branding expert series, individuals who have really built their personal brand, their business brand. They have done diff- uh, things uh, slightly different than others who stand out, whether it is writing a book, whether it's through their blog, whether it's through their podcast. And through their experiences, we all can learn how we can do that for ourselves as well. So that's the reason I created the Personal Branding Series, Personal Branding Expert Series. And today I welcome someone who has really taken his brand to a higher level in a short period of time. And our guest's name is Christopher Worth. Christopher J. Worth is the founder and president of No Quit Living, NQL, which is short for No Quit Living, is a speaking, coaching, and training company that focuses on topics like accountability, goals, leadership, sales, personal development, et cetera, et cetera. And he's also the host of one of the fastest growing podcasts called No Quit Living Podcast. I'm sure he will be telling us more about that in a bit. Hey, Chris, welcome to the podcast. I appreciate you having me. It's an honor. So before we begin, before I get to know the story, a question, one of my favorite questions I always ask all my guests is where are they calling from? So where are you calling from? I'm calling from Greenwich, Connecticut. Okay. And for the benefit of our guests and also more of a fun trivia, would you mind sharing something about your city that most people would not know? I will share something, two things, actually. First of all, we are in the midst of our first snowstorm of 2000, uh, winter of 2017 slash 2018. So that's the first, the first fact. And the other fact is that Greenwich, Connecticut is right on the border of New York. So most people don't know that literally if I look, leave my office and I drive a minute down the street, I'm in New York. Oh, wow. And speaking about snow, I, I'm based in Toronto, as a lot, uh, the listeners know. We, I think we got our first snowfall today. And yeah, so it's coming. The winter is already here. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I read your bio. There's a lot of things to discuss, but I'd like to uh, hear from you. Maybe a quick summary about who you are. And at the same time, also, how you came about this whole concept of no quit living. I love the word, no quit living. So please expand on that. Sure. So you want the second part of the question first or the first part no, first? The first part, and then we can <laughs> talk about the second part. All right, perfect. So I coached college basketball, high school basketball, and AU basketball for a while. And I played college basketball and college tennis. And I've always been a sports nut my whole life and really enjoyed coaching in regards to the basketball world. And I do a lot of speaking on my business. And I got certified in 2011 at the first ever John Maxwell certification program down in Florida. And it was a really neat honor. And I did it for personal development reasons. I wanted to be a better speaker, trainer, coach myself. Fast forward a year or two, I began coaching individuals and companies. And then I launched my podcast, which you briefly mentioned, and I appreciate that, in April of 2016. We've had some really cool success, some awesome guests, and I'm extremely humbled that people have enjoyed 
enjoyed the podcast because my whole thing is delivering value and different calls to action for our listeners. And the no quit living store is actually pretty, it's pretty neat, pretty simple. I'm a big believer in putting different things in, in front of your mind and reading different things. So I probably subscribe to, I think, five or six email quotes of the day. And it was probably four or five years ago. I don't know if I was having a, a tough day or whatnot, but a quote came across my email in my inbox. And it was, by, it was by Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. And the quote very simply was, it's always too early to quit. And I don't know what it was, but it stood out to me. And I actually got the license plate for my truck at the time, No Quit. I've had it since then. And about two and a half years ago, I created the company No Quit Living. And it's basically the MO for our company, as well as our podcast, whether we're doing speaking, training, or coaching, is to motivate and inspire people to never give up on themselves. And I think, unfortunately, in the world today, we're in a place where there's a lot of negativity. And I had somebody on my podcast, I believe it was about a month and a half ago, and she said something very interesting. She said, negativity sells. She said, if you look, if you look on newspapers, what, what you're reading, magazines, on every single news channel, it's all negativity, the first two, three, four, five, ten stories, and then maybe the last story for 30 seconds or something was, is touching on a positive piece. And, and it really stood out to me. And the election we had in, in our country last year between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, for me, it was a really eye-opener because I just realized that, and I have three young kids, that all they were talking about both sides was just negativity, negativity, negativity. And, and long story short is, is what we really pride ourselves on with No Quit Living is being that positive inspiration company, whether you listen to our podcast or you hear us speak at events or you see some of the things we post is we just want to be that, that excitement where people say, you know what, I know that I can always get an inspirational quote or an inspirational story. And for me, it's all about motivating our listeners and our clients to just never give up on themselves and their dreams. Well, that's that's an amazing story. So, a few things, right? Before I before we get into the whole concept of positivity and negativity, what you have done is something different because a lot of people start a business and their personal brand is parallel or the brand comes later. So, if you look at an entrepreneur like Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Amazon came first. Jeff Bezos came later, right? In your case, what you have done is you took no quit living, no quit as your personal philosophy. You were applying it. Now you have made it as a brand which people relate to. And I can see that week over week, your rankings are going up in iTunes, you know, getting a lot of endorsements. Now you're speaking. So that's actually an interesting story. The reason I mentioned that, mentioned that for the listeners is sometimes people get so caught up in what, doing task at hand that they forget that it's very important to build your brand. And what I love about your story, Chris, is your brand is personal. You use, that, you use it for yourself. Now you use that to inspire others. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And that's something that we, we really pride ourselves with. And it's something that, that I take a lot of pride in myself. And, and I'm actually sitting in my office right now. It's 11.15 my time and it's snowing out, as I mentioned. And I have my no quit living sweatshirt on. And for me, it's just an opportunity to always motivate people. And for me, it's something that with it comes to branding, and I think that's a, that's a concept, and in no way am I an expert in branding, but what I am, I believe, an expert in is trying to pay it forward and trying to always help people in different ways, and I think if you go about doing things the right way, I don't talk politics or religion with people because you can start World War III, but for me, what I believe is is the theory of karma and the religion of karma and the karma politics where 
if you go about helping people and you really want to do it for all the right reasons, things typically come back to you tenfold. And Zig Ziglar, who was a mentor of mine and an unbelievable gentleman, his son Tom was on my podcast and I was extremely fortunate before Zig passed as we exchanged quite a few letters and we spoke a couple of times and Zig is the most famous person for a lot of things, but his best quote is you can have anything you want in life. If you just help yes. another people get what they want. And that's literally something that I think about every single day in some shape or form. And for me, it's so simple. If you think about it, if, if you really want to help somebody and if you really want to help people. And, and one of the things we talk about on our show quite often is it doesn't mean that you take out your wallet or you write a check to somebody and, and you spend an inordinate amount of money. It could be something as simple as holding a door open for a stranger or smiling for somebody or letting somebody go in in traffic. And it's just those little things. And one of the things we talk about on our show is, is just find a different way to pay it forward for the right reasons. And you don't hold the door open for somebody because you want something. You know, you don't let that car in front of you in traffic because you want something. You do it for the right reasons. And, and as I mentioned, if you do it for the right reasons, typically it comes back to you or maybe someone in your family or maybe someone in your company. But I just wish more people would really have that mindset of what Zig believed. And, and the thing I love about Zig and his whole life was that there's a difference of talking about it versus doing it. And Zig not only spoke about it, but he went ahead and he did it as well. And that's one of the, the big things for our company is accountability and taking action. That, that is so true. I mean, you, uh, that is one of my favorite quotes as well from Zig Ziglar. If you help enough people get what they want, you will always get what you want. And it doesn't mean in a way where you're doing things, expecting things, but it is, if, you, if you're that person who are just helping others, it'll come back to you. The universe will provide you tenfolds, right? And that's always my philosophy as well, provide value first. So that's actually great. I mean, it's uh, one of the advantages of that is people relate to you as that person and that uh, relates to your business or your profession. So it's, it, there's like a, it's, it's like a loop. It's like a positive loop that impacts both your personal life and more importantly, your business as well. Yeah, I, couldn't, I could not agree more. You, you brought something up. And before I go to the next question, I want to ask this. You, you talked about the concept of negativity and positivity. And you're right. Negativity sells. If you go to CNN.com, I, I'm, not less, I'm not recommending my listeners to go. This is just an example. If you go there, uh, it is full of negative news, right? And negativity attracts people. And let me ask you this question. I mean, this is like total segue from what I wanted to ask. Why do you think that is? I mean, you're a coach, you help people. Why is it so hard to be positive and so easy to be negative? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I'll answer that in, in one second. But I want to just share something funny. As you mentioned CNN, and, and I heard somebody at a speaking event probably a year or two ago, they asked the crowd, if they knew what CNN stood for and people were saying what they thought it was. And he said, no, it's, it's constant negativity news. <laughs> and again, that's not a knock on CNN. That's just something funny that, that you said, you know, I'm not sure to answer your question. I'm not sure if it's, if it's easier or harder per se to be negative as opposed to positive, but unfortunately it's, it's something that I think is interesting. And, and we talk about it quite often in some of our speaking events is, I think it's an interesting concept where if you have a colleague or a coworker or somebody you know could be a neighbor and you have a new car or you get a raise or something that's materialistic like that, a lot of people for some, for some reason is, is they become jealous and they almost in some ways resent the other person's success. And I'm not sure if it's due to the fact that they look at them and internally they're saying, well, they did it. 
I could probably do it too, but I don't really want to put in the work. So I'll just, you know, maybe I'll, I'll take a negative approach to that. So I, I'm not sure if, if there's a scientific philosophy or concept, but what I can tell you is that it's, it's a lot harder to look at people that are successful and say they put in the work and I need to put in the work and they're putting in extra work and I need to put in extra work as opposed to it is just to say, oh, well, they must have come from a lucky family or they must have inherited money. And I think throughout the news and the media, it's, it's just, just a huge opportunity to, I think, have a change. And, and that's the one thing that, that we're really trying to do with no quit living and starting small and then hopefully knock on wood, growing large and not from a perspective of growing large and, and making a ton of money, but growing large in the sense of impacting people. And as I mentioned, if we could just impact one person today, that person can then impact somebody tomorrow. And then you could impact somebody tomorrow. And all of a sudden, if you compound that over a week, a month, a year, and again, you're up in Connecticut, uh, excuse me, Canada, and I'm down in, in Connecticut, United States. And you know, we're having this conversation to your listeners out there, and I'm sure you have listeners all over the place because you have an unbelievable podcast. So long, long-winded, but I, I just hope that from shows like yours and shows like mine and, and some of the other amazing podcasts that are out there is, is we all can just kind of join hands in, in essence and just help others. And indirectly, and as you mentioned, it's, it's back to the concept of, of Zig's quote and paying it forward for all the right reasons. It has the opportunity, we have the opportunity to impact millions of people throughout the world. Wow. I mean, that is so true. And I mean, there's a lot of things I can think of what he just said, but the biggest thing is you spoke about impact, right? And going back to the theme of this interview about branding, and I, I love the quote from Jeff Bezos, where he says that your brand is what people talk about you when you're not in the room. It's interesting because he doesn't talk about work. He doesn't talk about uh, or people, it's what, you, what they talk about you as a quality, as a person. And that is, that is the whole gist of it, right? It, it, nobody talks about you as being a good doctor, a good lawyer, good coach. They talk about, yeah, Chris, when I listen to Chris, when I read Chris's quote, no matter how bad I feel, I want to have a better day, right? Though that is an impact. That's the power of having an impact. And if you're able to do it through your name, through your message, amazing. You know, I think, and that's important to to touch on, and I appreciate you mentioning that because it's important for us as we do everything with NQL is is to have a positive impact on somebody. And a good friend of mine was listening to one of my podcasts about I don't know, probably four weeks ago, and he said something interesting that that stood out to me. He said, "You know, Chris, you have men on your show, women on your show, older people, younger people, millennials, Generation X, and." I hadn't thought about that from a perspective of planning out each episode and each show. I clearly put in time and effort as, as you do with your guests and scheduling. But he then followed up and said, you know, he said, every single episode, your listeners have an opportunity to connect with at least something that, that the guest says or something that you say. And he then said to me, he said, you know, you've had an impact on my life because I enjoy listening to your podcast and I always get something out of it. And it really just stood out to me because that's all what it's been about for, for my show and, and for the podcast is just getting it out there, helping others. And the thought of connecting with somebody on every single episode really didn't come to mind until somebody pointed out to me. And it's just been really remarkable. And I think your listeners could say the same thing for your show as well. Yeah, absolutely. And th th those as a podcast host, when our, I know sometimes podcast hosts get very caught up in like downloads and uh, 
vanity metrics, but the most uh, amazing things that happen is when someone just sends me a note out of, out of the blue saying, I love that message. Thank you. And that has a huge, a better impact for me than me looking at my stats. Right? You, know, it's, 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 you said vanity metrics. That's what you said, correct? <laughs> yes. I, I, I think we should coin that as, as far as a phrase because I, I can definitely tell you I, I've gotten caught up in some of the downloads and all of a sudden you have a big day or a big spike and it, it's, really, it's really exciting and you kind of send it to a friend or you, know, you thank your listeners. And, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with, with wanting to be successful and I've definitely fallen under, under that category quite a few times myself. But to your point, the best thing is when you impact somebody and you hear back from them. And I'll just share a quick 20-second story. Yesterday, I got a message from a fan and I guess a listener of our show. He's seen some of my videos and some of my posts and he's listened to my podcast and he started going back to the gym and working out and he's also getting back into karate now. And he posted, excuse me, he sent me a text message with a couple pictures and he said the nicest thing that just stood out. He said, you know, I just wanted to let you know that you've motivated me and inspired me to get back really into karate. And he sent me three pictures of him that morning. And that was just the best thing that I, that I could have received. And it, it wasn't anything materialistic. It wasn't something he posted on any social media. It was literally a two, two text messages with three pictures attached. And it just had a hugely profound impact on, on my day. And that's the one thing that I can hopefully share with your listeners is if you go about things, again, the Zig Ziglar way, which is all for the right reasons, and you're going to be able to impact that one person, the reality is not only are you impacting that person, but that person is then going to interact with so many people throughout his or her day. And that's when you compound it where one simple comment or one simple text or one simple tweet or Instagram post now has the ability to get out to and have a huge impact on 5, 10, 15, 20 other lives. And that's the beauty and the amazing part of of social media today is is all the good stuff and again switching switching the the image and hopefully flipping it a little bit where less negativity more positivity is mm-hmm. if you can be positive and have that connection with somebody that person is going to then connect with 5 10 15 20 other people and now all of a sudden that compound effect is really making a big difference yeah absolutely that is so true you know you start you mentioned something at the beginning small numbers and hopefully eventually it becomes large right uh, you mentioned that at the beginning. So I, I want to move on to this whole concept of branding. Now yourself, you've done that very well using your podcast. And I, as a host, I'm very biased. I, I always, I tell to, I tell everyone that podcasting is the ultimate networking tool, the ultimate branding tool. But I wanted to hear your perspective. Why did you choose podcasting as a platform to share your message? That's a great question. And I have to say that in some ways, I believe that I didn't choose podcasting. Podcasting chose me in some ways. And the reason I I share that is I believe in the positive mindset and law of attraction in in the sense of what you put out there comes back to you. And a lot of times what you put out there comes back to you tenfold. And I just want to share something that's interesting is I started listening to podcasts selfishly from the personal development point of view where I wanted to just better myself. And I started listening to a couple people that I didn't know before. And I started listening to Entrepreneur on Fire, which is John Lee Dumas's podcast. And Hal Elrod had a, has a podcast, which is unbelievable as well. And I started listening to them just because I wanted to better myself. And then over a probably two to three month period, a lot of my friends and, and people within my network and market 
said to me, you know, Chris, you have a really strong network and market. I think you could deliver some real good value to others. And I think you have the ability to bring on some guests that could also provide value. So the reason I say it found me was that people were reaching out to me and saying, you know, I think you could, could be successful with this and you could have an impact. Nobody said to me, you could make $5,000 or $100,000 or a million dollars on your sponsorships. Nobody said anything about the money. Nobody said anything about you could become famous. Nobody said anything about you could crush it with downloads and, and your sponsors are going to come after you. They, they said you could have an impact. And that's really what stood out to me. And I was just talking to my wife last night and talking about some of the impact it's had. And for me, my podcast, and, and I said to her, I said, you know, the interesting perspective is that when I did this and when I started this and launched it back in April of 2017, uh, excuse me, there was no ulterior motive. There was no hidden agenda. It was to provide value, to provide consistency and to help others. And I've literally just watched it grow into something that that's taken a lot of time and effort. And as you know, as a successful podcast host yourself, it takes a lot of time. And, and what people don't see, and I guess the one thing I would add that I didn't see from the outside listening to a lot of these was all the work that went into mm-hmm. the podcast. And I think after I finished the first episode before we launched it I, and all the work that went into it, I, I kind of had a huge eye-opening experience. I said, wow, I said, there's a lot of work that goes into this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can tell that it, it is. It's not as easy as writing a blog post. Setting up a blog post is very simple. You have set up WordPress, go to LinkedIn, start writing. <laughs> but podcast takes a lot of work. Uh, I mean, it, it is not as, uh, at the same time, I'll also be honest, it's not as difficult as what people would say. Because a lot of people have resistance starting, but it's not, it takes a lot of work. I do agree with that as well. So you have an interesting story. So it seemed like it was organic. You were attracted to the whole concept and people came to you. They recognized that this was potential and then you started it. And now you have this amazing show. Um, How has that impacted your business, your personal life? Because I know I see that you're getting, you're doing speaking engagements and all that, but I, I would love for you to expand on that. Yeah, so I, I think that's an interesting perspective and, and hopefully your listeners will, will get some value out of this in, in some, some different ways that maybe they had not thought before listening to the episode. But for me, the podcasting world is an opportunity to, as you mentioned, to network. And as, as you mentioned before, it's a way to get your brand out there. And I think the cool part about it is you can connect with people throughout the world, literally via a phone or a tablet or a website. And you can listen to that person or listen to that company tell their story or share their message or you can hear about a brand. And for me, the podcast world has been really neat. And, and what I try to do with my show is we try to bring guests from all walks of life, entrepreneurs, people that work nine to five, parents, coaches, people in the entertainment world, and then a ton of authors and speakers. And I've had a lot of very successful podcast hosts that I've been extremely fortunate to have on the show. And the one thing I always ask is, if one of the first questions is, would you mind sharing your no-quit story or your story about perseverance? And that's where I think my show gets really real because people that I actually knew before go into detail. And sometimes people I knew share a story that I had no idea it, it took part in their life. And the best part about it is then follow up those questions is I try to relate and make the story and make that that person relatable to my listeners and to my audience. And because I do it in that way, as you mentioned, organically, people have spread the word. I've been featured in a couple of, of articles and things that have just been amazing because 
I've spent little to no dollars at all on marketing and, and there's been a lot of money spent on the actual podcast and equipment and things like that. But my point is that in today's day and age, the best part about podcasting is because it's free, mm-hmm. you have the ability to connect with people. Now, I share one thing is it takes a lot of what I call sweat equity. True. You know, you're putting in hours and time and there's a lot of times when, when my kids are asleep at night and I'm going through and preparing for recordings and things. And it's just been a really remarkable opportunity to connect with people. And I think with every single episode and every single download, it's almost like you mentioned a blog post where we get to get the no quit living message out there and the no quit living brand out there. And if you listen to it up in Canada and maybe you recommend it to a friend, a colleague, a family member, now they're listening to it and maybe they like going through the guests and say, Oh wow, I want to listen to this episode. You know, that's, that's a book I really want to read. And, and, you know, I definitely want to listen to the author. Now all of a sudden I think the co-branding component is something that, that I just want to touch on for a minute is mm-hmm. if I have you on my podcast, for example, my listeners maybe didn't know you, right? So now they're going to hear your story and your listeners are going to listen to you because they followed you. And now maybe they had no idea prior to, to you interviewing, being interviewed on my show, what No Quit Living was. So now you have, in essence, that co-branding opportunity and that's where it's paying it forward. And that's been, to me, very interesting because I've seen that I've had some amazing guests that have shared the links on their social media and some of them have sent it out to their to their email list. And now all of a sudden you see spikes and downloads and that's when all of a sudden the whole concept of co-branding where I'm sharing your message and you're sharing my message, but collectively we're sharing each other's message and now it gets out to your network and to my network. And that's just been the best part about the whole branding concept is if you go about it the right way and really trying to deliver value and help others, it's almost like it's just a domino effect where it, it just continues to fall in a good way. And, and, and I think hopefully we haven't even scratched the surface yet because we'd love to get this message out to even more people out there. Wow, that is amazing. So a few things that stood out from what he just mentioned is next to the cost of the equipment that has been almost $0 in marketing, right? And companies, like you're talking about Fortune 500 companies and even individuals spend a fortune on branding and marketing just to get the word out. And with this, just sweat equity, um, you're able to get so far and it's continuously growing. Like I mentioned, speaking engagement being mentioned in articles, getting connected with uh, individuals, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The the other thing also you mentioned is it it sounds like a passion project for you. And that is is something I want to touch, touch on because you sound very passionate. I, I follow you on social media. You're very excited about the podcast. And so and even when you're talking about this or even your whole uh, company, No Quit Living, you are very, very excited. And I, I, I'm a firm believer if you want to build a brand, if you want people to know you for something, you have to be, you have to stand behind it and you have to be excited be, about it. So did I, did I catch that correct? Your passion is? Oh, yeah. I, w- one thing, uh, one of my, I guess, good qualities and, and bad qualities is I can't do something if I don't really fully believe in it. And for me, I'm extremely passionate about this because of those emails and those comments I've gotten from friends and people I didn't know. And, and I'll just share one quick story. I had someone who reached out to me via social media and he actually lives in Germany. And he told me that he found my, my podcast. I'm not sure how. And he just said, you know, I wanted to let you know that I listen to your podcast every morning 
on the way to and from work. He said, I went back and I listened to from episode one all the way up and he's, and he's caught up and he's current. And that made me feel good. And, and don't get me wrong, it, it boosts your ego a little bit. But he, he and I have exchanged emails and we've actually become, become friends. And he said something to me, which was awesome, as he said that his goal is to be a guest on my show in 2018. And he didn't do it from an from a egotistical point of view. He didn't do it from, you know, he wanted to do it for a monetary reason. He did it because my show had an impact on his life and he wanted to get on the show. And that's one of the things we talk about all the time and touching on the, on the passion is if you fir- firmly believe in something, whether it's a goal, an objective, and if you really want to make it happen, you can go ahead and do it. And that's the, been the best part about my podcast journey is I've had some amazing people such as my partner, my editor, in my podcast, a gentleman by the name of Wes Yee, who has seen the passion and have put in the sweat equity. And I think, and I hope that we haven't even scratched the surface with the amount of opportunities we're going to have in sharing our message and sharing what we're doing with others. And definitely I'm, I'm extremely passionate about it because I've seen just the positive impact it's had, not only on others, but it's had a huge positive impact on my life. And it's almost fun because my kids now talk about it too. And they say, oh, dad, when's the next one come out? And they're eight, six, and five. So the fact that they're jumping into it has is, is just been a lot of fun. So uh, the natural question next is you've all achieved all, all this success in, in 2016, 2017. What, what is, what's next? What does 2018 look for you? What, what, do, you, what do you have on the horizon? Uh, hopefully unlimited potential. Um, but <laughs> what we're looking to do with 2018, and I'm actually going through my, my business plan right now, I have a business coach myself and looking to do a lot more speaking events, a lot of keynotes. And the reason being is, is we want to get our message out to, to more people. And then we're looking to do a lot, of, a lot more coaching and speaking with companies, corporations. We're working with a couple of college basketball teams now, which is really exciting and focusing on, again, the accountability and the self-accountability. And then I'm actually writing my first book and I'm working on a no quit living accountability planner. So hopefully knock on wood, those will both be out end of the first quarter, start of the second quarter for 2018. So, and then the other obvious perspective is just continually build our no quit living podcast with amazing guests such as yourself and others and just getting the word out there. So I know that's, that was probably a lot of stuff that's on the horizon, but we, uh, we think big and then we, Followed up and act big as well. Wow, so that that definitely sounds exciting. It sounds like you've got a busy 2018 up ahead. Before we get to close to the end of the interview, I wanted to ask you: you you've explained some of the things that has really worked for you. So, uh, for when it comes to, let's say, someone comes to you and asks asks you these questions, what are the top two or three things that I can do to reach a level of success like you have, Chris? What how would you respond? What what are two or three things that you would recommend to them? Uh, one of the things that that I do is I have a two page sheet that I use every single day and it lays out my day and I actually start it the night before and just lay out my my most important things that I need to do the next day. The other thing is to be very specific with your actions and to have a focus. And John Lee Dumas, who's become a friend, talks about focus, follow one course until success. And I remember when he was recording on my show, I asked him a question. I said, well, what else are you doing? And, and he was so clear that he was focusing on this one thing. And that's, that's the other thing I would recommend to your listeners as well is you have to look at your must haves versus your wants. And you need to be very specific that you do not do your wants until you've done your musts. And the reason I say that is the musts are things you need to do 
on a personal basis, whether it's business, whether it's for your company, for your family. And then the wants are the things that you want to do, but you don't have to do. For example, you want to watch a series on Netflix or you want to go out and, you know, go out with some friends and have a nice dinner with your spouse or significant other. Those are wants and they can't come before the musts, which are paying your bills and getting to work on time and dropping your kids off to school. And for me, I do those lists every single day. And if any of your listeners want to, to get a copy of my two pager, it's something I've designed. It's a Microsoft word document so people can, can tweak it and change it. But if anybody's interested in that, I I'd love for them to reach out to me and I can give my email at the end of the show, but I'm, I love to connect with others as well. But so those, those would be probably my, my two or three things that I would recommend people doing. Wow. So you mentioned something saying you should focus on your must-haves before you get to your wants. And a lot of people, including myself, get so caught up with our wants. And thanks for giving examples of that. I think that is an amazing... I always look for one or two things that people can take away from the interview. And I think that would be it. That is an amazing call to action for the audience. Yeah, and it's, and it's something that's just come, come about over the last few months as far as really identifying it. And the one other tidbit I guess I will just share with your listeners too is something that we, we preach and really believe is the concept of accountability. And the one thing I think where people, I think have a disconnect and, and I definitely, it definitely took me time to understand it is, let's say I was your boss and I can't hold you to a higher level of accountability than you can hold yourself to. So the reason I say that is, is you need to individually hold yourself to a higher level of accountability than anybody else is going to, whether that's a boss, a spouse, a business partner. And that's something that we've developed over time. And it's, it's just as applicable in a personal relationship with a spouse or significant other in a business relationship. And as we're getting into work with some college basketball teams, it's just as important and applicable there as well. So before I can be accountable to a teammate or to the head coach, I need to be self-accountable too. So I think the other thing I would leave with your listeners too is just to have them take a look in the mirror and just really identify the importance of them holding themselves to a higher level of accountability than anybody else holds them to. That's an amazing call to action as well. So Chris, after listening to this, if people wanted to reach out to you, what are some of the best ways? Appreciate that. So the best way is, is I actually love to connect with people. So I always give out my personal email address and I respond to every email and it's chris at noquitliving.com. Again, chris at noquitliving.com. You can also find us on all social media platforms. We have a Facebook page as well as Twitter and Instagram. We're no.quit.living and we would love to connect with people there. And we also have our website, which is just noquitliving.com. We're in the process of actually updating it a little bit, but those are the ways. And, and again, it's my personal email is probably the best way just because I love to connect with others. And it's been so much fun connecting with people all over the place. Wonderful. Chris, it was amazing having a chat with you. I mean, you shared a lot of amazing ideas. It was an absolute pleasure having you as a guest. I'm sure, I'm sure the audience would love and get a lot of takeaways from this message as well. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Career Medis Podcast. I have written a brief summary of the interview with links to the resources that Chris has mentioned as part of a blog post. If you liked what you heard, feel free to subscribe to the Career Medis Podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. If you really loved it, feel free to write a review or even share it amongst your network. Until next time, this is Nisar Ahmed, your host for the Career Medis Podcast. 
Thank you. 